0: Coming up on this episode of the MD and Chef Team Show.
1: You, in your life, you are either going to be an employer or an entrepreneur where you're the person that hires people, or you're going to be somebody who is hired as an employee. But if you're not staying current, your business or the business you work in could be gone within a year, two years, three years because of current situations in the world. Mm. I'm the, I mean, there's so many industries that got smashed because of the pandemic. But then there's new industries that have come up because of the pandemic. There's always changes going on in the world. So if you are not staying current and just cruising along and not paying attention to what's happening You could be sitting on the outside going, oh gee, I can't believe all this happened to me. Or you're somebody who's taking advantage of the changes that are happening.
0: Hello, I'm Dr. Isabel. Hey, thank you for joining us today. A little bit about myself. I'm a family practice doctor who has specialized in functional medicine. And if you're not familiar with functional medicine, we get to the root cause of people's unwellness. My passion, because of my story and my practice, is to help women overcome anxiety and depression by optimizing their brain health so that they can live, feel, and be their best. And to complement our mission
1: here... Hi, I'm Chef Michael, Isabel's husband and certified culinary nutrition expert at Doctor on a Mission, and we are the MD and Chef team, and I bridge the gap between nutrition and brain health.
0: If you would like to work with us, come check us out at doctoronamission.com or send us a message at info at doctoronamission.com. Now that's doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R. And we can set up a chat to see how we can best serve you.
1: We invite you to subscribe to this podcast. And And now
0: let's get on with the the show. show. Hello, and welcome to the MD and Chef team. And in this episode, we are, you and me, babe, Michael and I are talking about what we would say to our 30-year-old self. Now, before we begin, I just wanna say right now, I am 62 years young, and my handsome husband is 64 years young, and we actually have just learned these things Within the last three or four years, would you say?
1: I would agree. Within yes. the last three or four years, and which is pretty scary,
0: really. <laughs> yeah, but since we're living to be a hundred years plus yeah, healthy, yeah, we're only a little, a little over, over halfway.
1: halfway. Well, I grew up <laughs> 120, so I'm halfway.
0: Yeah, so yeah. So we would love to have learned this in our 30s. So whoever is between the ages of 30 and 60 and haven't learned this, this is for you or share it with anybody else you know. Or it could be between the ages of 30 and a hundred if you haven't (laughs) yet. That's exactly right. Yes. So I'm gonna, now I just wanna say that Michael and I prepared this material separately. I do not know what Michael's gonna talk about and he does not know what I'm gonna talk about. But believe it or not, we each have five points
1: to bring about,
0: which blows my mind. I go, how, how many that happen?
1: <laughs> so <clears throat> hmm, this should be very interesting. Yes. You got five and I got five about what we would say to our 30 year young selves. Yeah. To
0: help us avoid the minefield
1: well, of yeah. life
0: so that it's just less ugly and messy Yeah,
1: tiptoe around them a little bit more so we don't have as many body parts blowing off yeah
0: yeah so it'll be interesting to see how we overlap and how other different things so who wants to go first ladies first oh thank you chivalry is not dead not in our family Okay, so number one. (laughs) Okay, so come on, get going. Yeah, come on, (laughs) give it to me, give it to me. What What do you you got? got? What do you got? got? (laughs) Okay, so number one is forgive quickly and pursue peace with others and yourself at all costs. That's one sentence. I'm going to repeat it in case you forgot it. Forgive quickly, pursue peace with others and yourself at all costs. That has been one of the hardest lessons for me. But once I have learned to forgive people quickly, when they offend me, when they hurt my heart, when I feel that the hairs on the back of my head are like up and spiky like a porcupine, and I'm like, oh, you just upset me or (laughs) you just really flipped me off. I just forgive them right away. And I know that I have to keep on forgiving people that I keep on seeing over and over again that have hurt my heart when I still feel that... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that it's you again. Oh,
1: that face. Huh? Yeah. yeah kind of like, oh, you again. You see Isabel's face. You would know <laughs> what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> and Arr. yeah. And I keep on forgiving people in my breath, under in my heart, until I don't have to do that again. And I pursue peace with others because, gosh, I'll tell you, I've experienced true peace in my life recently in the last couple of years. And I'm telling you, I love having peace. Mm, yes. Peace is beautiful. It's better than having anxiety.
1: So you'd rather be peaceful than upset all day long? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, but it's work.
0: It takes work oh, to yeah. find peace. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's an action verb. Yes. It's an action word. Yeah, it's it a verb that's an action. That's what a verb is as an action. Whoa, we're okay. going back to grade school <laughs> and have, and find peace with yourself at all costs, mm, give yourself yeah. mercy and grace and forgive yourself along the way. Cause you're just learning. And one thing that I wanted to add to this is not forgiving others is like drinking poison, you drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die they're not going to die. They're not going to be poisoned. You're the one who's going to be poisoned by not forgiving other people. So just forgive people and just focus on their good things, you know, and learn to love them unconditionally, even if they upset you and just press on. And you don't have to allow them in your inner circle. So that's, gosh, I could talk a whole
1: hour on this We could probably take any one of these points we're going to bring up. And each one could be a podcast on its own. And it
0: may be in the future. And it may be. So that's my first one. One, two,
1: three, four, (laughs) five, six,
0: seven, eight, nine, ten. Maybe even a a book. Maybe even an online course.
1: And one of our favorite (laughs) pastors of the world. Master Jack would get a crack, would just laugh at that because he's (laughs) uh, the word would be he uh, happens to do this fairly often where he comes, he goes to do his talk and he has a point and then he that point extrapolates out. How about that? Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. Uh, That point extrapolates out to where he only barely touches on it. He goes, all right, I'm going to have to come back and do part two. Part three, part four. Yeah, we love it. That's always funny. We love it because it's so apropos. Man, we are throwing the big words around. Yeah, apropos. Apropos. Yeah. All right, my number one point when what I'd say to my 30-year young self, use your 20s as a discovery time, discovering the world. And then at 30, it's time to take that discovery phase and now get going. And start making your difference in the world and start getting your life on track. Don't, because the years 30 to 60 are gonna go a heck of a lot faster than you can possibly imagine. You're someday gonna be at 60 going, Whoa, how the heck did I get here? And you're gonna be saying that in a way where, Oh, yes, I did amazing between 30 and 60. Or, oh, boy, uh, <laughs> I didn't get much done between 30 and 60 because it will pick up very quickly after 30. So and what I really want to talk about there is, yeah, 20s, if you want to play, have fun, use it as discovery time of the world, go see the world, go see what's going on, learn what's happening in the world, Learn about how life works. Find yourself in the world. You know, we all these hear the thing find yourself. What's well, really about finding yourself in the world? How do I relate to the world? How do I relate to different cultures around the world? You know, don't isolate yourself. It's a great time to get out there, travel, do things, do different careers, do different jobs. If you want to go to uni, go to uni. Just do lots of or things. you can
0: do the university of life, do the university of life. Or That's do a them, good
1: teacher. We're doing both. Just yeah. do a lot of things in your 20s to get out there. And I call a discovery phase where you're discovering how does life work? Because for most people up until the age of 18, they're under the roof of their parents. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, i leave earlier than that. But pretty much beyond that, then now you've got like the next 10 years or so to go, OK, well, what the? what's the rest of the world like? Yeah, it's a great time. However, don't let that linger, in my opinion, with beyond your 30s, because now, OK, I found my place. I've seen what's going on. Let's get down to it. Let's start to think about how do I fit in all this and start making it happen for your life, because. 30 to 60 is going to go very, very quickly. That's what I have found. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm right there with you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your second? Okay.
0: So my second one is everything that happens to you is for you. It's to prepare you for your next best life. Oh, I really wish I would have learned this when I was 30 because I always felt like I was a victim. Like stuff was always happening to me. But one thing, one experience I do remember that really helped me learn from this is my education, my medical school education, my pre-med education. Look, I've wanted to be a medical doctor since I was five years old. That's just the truth. And my family was not in a position to help me financially with medical training at all. And so I had to source it out. And one thing that I learned that as things was happening to me is I learned to be resourceful and I learned to find the money. I, le- I mean, it was all student loans, which by the grace of God are all paid off. Yeah. But yeah. I learned to be resourceful. There was there was a time in my life where I realized this is happening for me and I'm going to use it to my benefit. And the benefit
1: was I'm going to learn to become resourceful early. And you were also working three different jobs while going to school at pre-med. Yeah, crazy. You know, so, yes, you were very resourceful yeah. to make things happen.
0: So, everything that happens to you, you got to get this tattooed in your brain so that you're not a victim. You're victorious in everything in your life, is everything that happens to you is for you to prepare you for your next best life.
1: Nice. Number two. Number two for me is self improvement sooner than later. Oh, yeah. The concept of Uh, books, audios, podcasts, conferences, mentorship, all those things where I am becoming a better human being for this world, a better human being for interacting with people, communicating, connecting, whether it's, it's business, school, employee, relational, everything in the world. I didn't hear about this concept until my late 40s. All of a sudden, uh, and not all of a sudden, but my beautiful wife, Isabel, starts talking to me about this program she discovered about books and CDs and, and, listen, and mentorship and conferences. And I was like, huh? What? Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, I, all I, up until that point, yes, I had done my schooling as I needed to become an executive chef, a culinary chef. And yes, I was up on my chefing skills and I kind of furthered my education in that area. But other than that, all I read was the sports page and the comics. I was not actually working on myself. I was working within my career, but I wasn't working on myself. Mm. And I can tell you now, when I look back at my career as, as an executive chef and private country clubs and hotels and restaurants and running the show for many, many uh, organizations that um, I could have done it a thousand times better if I would have been developing myself and becoming a better me leading people. I was still in that management phase and telling people what to do, and I was leading with my culinary school, skills, but not leading with my skills as a human being and being the best Chef Michael that I could be at the time. So looking back on that, I would say for anybody right now, <clears throat> yep, your discovery phase in your 20s, but you know, sooner than later, start getting into self-improvement where you are learning to become the best version of yourself for the world and for what you can put out there. And in your career, whatever that may be, you are gonna move along so much quicker than everybody else because 95% of the world is not on a self-improvement program. So if you are, you are going to move to the top and whatever you're doing very, very quickly.
0: And you and I both agree. Well said, babe. You and I both agree that we're educating ourselves until our last breath. Oh, forever. Yeah.
1: Forever. Oh, you once love you stop- that
0: word, don't you? Forever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Once you stop learning, you're dead in the water. Yeah. You know, that's you're it. just you're waiting done. to die. Yeah. You're just, you know, once you stop learning, you're just sitting there hanging out.
0: And you and I pretty much have about four books on the go. Mm. at one time. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. 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 Four books. Yeah. That's not to mention, that's not to address the podcast we listen to and the,
1: the mentorship, the mentorship, the conferences, the
0: mentoring, our, our coaching that we get yeah. just to become yeah. our best. Because yeah. when we become our best, we can help other people. We can feed, we can pour yeah. into others. Yeah. But if you're empty, you can't pour into other people. Right.
1: You got to fill yourself up, fill your own Self-improvement tank. Yeah. All right. That's it. So number three for you, my dear.
0: Number three is, excuse me, compare yourself to yourself and not other people. That is so important. I find myself looking at all of my mentors in social media, doctors doing amazing things, other people that are doing amazing things that I want to be doing. I want to be reaching the masses to encourage and empower them to become a better version and to live a healthier life. My gosh, I want to do that, but that's not me. So what I have learned is not to compare myself to them, compare myself to me. And where do I want to go? And how do I go about doing that? Well, number one, realizing when I compare myself to other people, I will get anxious. I'll feel like I'm behind. And that's not a good story to be telling yourself over and over again, because when you feel behind, um, you get demoralized, you get anxious and and depressed, and you don't put press on. So I don't compare myself to other people. I compare myself to who I want to become. How does that happen? One, by looking back at who I was just a year ago. I mean, you and I were talking about it over coffee today. Wow, we've come a long way in just that year. Mm-hmm. And yep. just realizing, yes. wow, we've really come a long way, and that's a big word in our family. <laughs> come a long <laughs> way,
1: baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then compare yourself to where you've been 10 years ago and 20 years ago and realize all the obstacles you've overcome and how strong in yourself. What what strengths, what characteristics? have been built up in you. For me, I've learned to have more mercy on people. I have so much more patience with people. Patience is huge. I've learned to love people unconditionally. Oh my gosh, that was not me a couple of years ago. I was very critical of other people. So those are really good things if I want to help and empower people, those are
1: good things. (laughs) Yes, those are good.
0: So- It's just your journey. So compare yourself to other people. Look back to where you were a year ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and make sure you are growing and moving forward and up. You got to be setting goals if you're going to become a better person, a better you. And while you're doing that, if you don't have cheerleaders in your corner, then you need to learn to become your own best cheerleader until you do have the people in your corner cheerleading you on. Luckily, I have you, Ben, and I've got our daughters that are cheerleading us on, plus our mentor, our coach. Yeah. So that's, num- that's number three. Compare yourself to yourself and not
1: others. That's a very good one. And
0: that will decrease a lot of anxiety.
1: Yes. My number three is stay current. And what I mean by that is, as we've all seen, things has changed so quickly. Within, you know, and we're just coming out of this time where the pandemic of the world is happening. Uh, we're, we're probably all seeing businesses have changed. What's current has changed. And and you can look at technology. At one point, it was CD. OK, CDs all of a sudden took over the marketplace. And then all of a sudden, well, they don't even make cars with CD players in them anymore and we have so many CDs. I know we have cd's and you know albums and all this stuff and what i'm saying is you in your life you are either going to be an employer or an entrepreneur where you're the person that hires people or you're going to be somebody who is hired as an employee but if you're not staying current your business or the business you work in could be gone within A year, two years, three years, because of current situations in the world. Mm. I mean, there's so many industries that got smashed because of the pandemic. But then there's new industries that have come up because of the pandemic. There's always changes going on in the world. So if you are not staying current and just cruising along and not paying attention to what's happening. Calling all
0: women. Are you feeling depressed, anxious, lacking in energy, having problems sleeping all night long, waking up with brain fog or maybe even hopelessness, and you know that there is a better you that wants to come out? Hello, it's me, Dr. Isabel, and wow, if any of this sounds like you, I get you. I have been in this place and I really wish someone who really knew what I was going through would have been there to help me through to the other side of that deep, dark place. That's why I started the Shame-Free Anxiety and Depression Community for Women Only. It's a free and private Facebook group. Would you like weekly coaching to help you become your best self? And how about be inspired and encouraged by other women in the community? We now know that we grow better in community and not alone. The link is in the podcast description, or you can search in Facebook for the Shame-Free Anxiety and Depression Community for Women. It's free, it's private, and it's safe. I hope to see you there soon. And now, back to the podcast.
1: You could be sitting on the outside going, oh, gee, I can't believe all this happened to me. Or you're somebody who's taking advantage of the changes that are happening. And it reminds me of a book, and I forget the author, and and it's it's out there, though. The book is called Who Moved My Cheese? Oh, yeah. I forget the author. I apologize for (laughs) that. But Who Moved My Cheese is an amazing book, small little book. Talks about a couple mice that try and find the cheese. And the interesting concept is the cheese is always moving. But one, per, one mouse all ends up eating rotten cheese because he's not kind of watching where the cheese is going. And the other one is always eating fresh, new cheese that tastes great. And it's wonderful because he's alert and seeing where things are happening and where it's going. Mm, good point. So my point is, no matter what we're doing, whether we are the business owner, whether we are the entrepreneur, or whether we're the employee working within that company for somebody. We need to stay current, see what's going on, because we can be in the outside looking in very quickly with our hands up in the air saying, I don't know what happened. Well, it just the world just moved on right on past you. And there you sit.
0: Very good point. Stay current. Stay current. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you and I weren't current right now. We'd be lost.
1: We're staying current in our 60s because we've been watching what's going on in the world. And, you know, I'm not going to get in all details about that, but we've had to stay current with where it's all heading, what's happening, what's happened over the last five years, the last two years, over the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Very good. What's your number four?
0: It's funny how you and I aren't overlapping at all, babe. Not yet, but we'll see. A <laughs> ago. Okay, number four is... When you make a mistake, I encourage you to not beat yourself up. Please don't beat yourself up. Rather, stop and evaluate and learn from it. Because you know what? If you don't learn from it, you will continue to go around that mountain and keep on doing walking up that mountain until you figure it out. Um, Another way of putting it is if you keep on making the same mistake, you will keep on making that mistake until you learn from it. And then you move on. And when you make a mistake, don't do what I used to do. And that is just start start saying, I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I did that again. You know why? Because when you start talking to yourself negatively, that increases these hormones, these negative hormones that bring about stress. Stress. And whenever you're stressed out, it's really hard to learn. It's really hard to learn the bottom line, learn the lesson from that. However, when you make a mistake and you go, oh, okay, hmm, that didn't feel too good. I'm going to figure out what. I need to learn from this. When you start having that approach, that's the positive highway approach or the parasympathetic nervous system approach. And then happy hormones be, are released. And guess what? When happy hormones are released, you're able to learn a lot easier so that you don't make that mistake over and over again. So when you make a mistake, you have a choice. You can either take the negative highway. Or the positive highway. The negative highway, I promise you, will keep you look, making that mistake over and over again. Whereas if you take the positive highway, you probably only have to make that mistake once, maybe twice, because you'll learn from that, because your body's receptive. It's able to absorb the lesson.
1: Very good. I love that.
0: Ah. Uh, and I have yes. to keep on learning this over and over again because I keep on making mistakes.
1: Yeah. Well, and that <laughs> reminds me of a fantastic book by one of our mentors, oh, John yeah. C. Maxwell. Yes. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you learn.
0: Yes. And
1: another book is Failing Forward. Failing Forward. Yeah. Oh, that was one of the first books that I was reading when I got into self-improvement, learning about failing forward because yeah. I just saw failing as, oh, I'm a failure. Yeah. Yeah. And I needed to get beyond that concept in my head.
0: Yeah. But you have to fail to win.
1: That's the way it works.
0: And the easiest example is a kid learning to walk. I mean, when Nikki or Haley were learning how to walk and they'd get from the crawling position to holding on to the the sofa and then they started walking and they'd fall. We didn't say, ah, don't even bother, kid. You'll never learn to walk, (laughs) did we? No. No, we said come on, you can do it. And, and that's even
1: when they were kind of hobbling along and crash and burn and face plant into the stones and yeah. blood and scratches and stitches, we would said come on, go again. Come on. Yeah, and we need to do that to ourselves cuz look, they're yeah.
0: walking now.
1: Yeah. And they're walking well. Oh, uh, walking, running. Walk, yeah, they're doing great. All right, well, my number 4 is learn financial wisdom yes oopsie (laughs) oh my gosh well financial wisdom is not taught in school yes you could go to a business school those types of things but i'm talking about financial wisdom out in the real world where you are in it it's your money, it's for real, because you can learn it theoretically, but that's not emotional, because financial wisdom has an emotional attachment to it. When you're out in the real world, and you are making money, and you want to invest money, you want to save money, you want to learn how to set yourself up later on, there's an emotional attachment yes you need to learn the theoretical part but the part that a lot of people miss is the emotional attachment can i handle investments that like right now we're in the world we're in what's called this bear market where the stocks are just getting smashed and a lot of people are selling out because oh you know but the Savvy investors are buying in because oh well, I'm going to buy low and you know sell high. Of course you've heard that, but understand that there's an emotional attachment to to financial wisdom, and the only way you're going to learn that is to actually be in the game. You can sit on the sidelines, you can sit in the stadium. We're all we all have a ticket to the stadium, to sit in the stadium of life. And I'm just, I'm talking here around the financial aspect. We've all got a ticket to sit in the stadium of finances and make money. But now to actually get in the game, emotional attachment comes to it. Like, well, am I okay with that? You know, okay. Am I going to put it all into savings? Oh, if I put some into investments, what's going to happen? You know, and can I handle it? What if it doesn't work this time? Will I... You know, there's many stories of somebody investing into something and it didn't work. Then they never do it again. Well, there's an emotional attachment to all that. So financial wisdom, learning about financial wisdom. Yes, learning about the theoretical side, excuse me, learning about taxation. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't get any of the taxation courses in any of my schooling and I don't think you got any of the Not medical, training, no. medical training for 12 years.
0: Yeah. They never taught me what to do with my money. Yeah. With yeah. the money.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, except spend from, it from, and, and also I can tell you one of my mistakes is when we were making money, I just gave up the power to the accountants and the lawyers. Yes. They're amazing. Yes. They do a great job, but, Uh, As Robert Kiyosaki says, this uh, great financial uh, wisdom mentor out there says, mind your own business. Mm -hmm. I just gave them all the stuff and let them run with it. And they minded their business. They didn't mind my business. And as time went on, I found out, wait a second here, that's not working for us. You you know, you are actually working for yourselves. Uh, I need you to work for us, and I so I needed to educate myself about what is going on here. How does this all work? Unfortunately, that didn't happen until later in life. But this is what I would tell myself, probably starting at eighteen. Yes, but at least by thirty, start gaining financial wisdom, and then get into the game. Just you can be in small amounts, but to understand emotionally, how am I going to handle this financial? game of of life
0: do you have one book that you would recommend to everybody to start with
1: one book Ooh, um i would probably say tony robbins has some amazing financial books that he's just put out that it's not about his finances but it's about him interviewing the rich the The very wealthy around the world who have been in the game their whole life Mm mm-hmm They weren't rich to start, but they build up wealth and they've learned the game of life. I think the last one is called The Path, and there was another one before that. Those are very, very good because they actually talk about everything from protecting your wealth once you make it, which is another important part, but the taxation side of it and all those different things. So I would check those books out. A couple books by Tony Robbins where he interviews the players of the world who are in the game about how to, there are men men and women throughout the world who talk about how to protect it, make it, protect it, and grow it. Yeah. Very important.
0: And one book that I would recommend is to help you understand about financial wealth is Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And ladies, one thing I emphasize here is do not expect your husband or your partner or your significant other to handle everything. You should be in the game. Also Michael and I every month alternate back and forth our finances where I'm in charge of investing and doing the finances for the month. And then he, we alternate back and forth so that we feel comfortable so that we're, we're conversational yeah.
1: about it. <clears throat> yeah. Great point. Both players of the relationship, should be involved in the financial wisdom side, not just one. Yes. Because that could cause a major dependence problem.
0: Oh, and also anxiety. Yes. Yeah. And we want to avoid anxiety. That's what we're all about, right? Right on. Yeah. Brain health leads to good mental health, dealing with life. (gasps) Do I get to do number five?
1: Is that number five for you? Uh, I'm next. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, gosh, we have separate different things, hon. Huh? This so far, is really exciting. So far, so no, I think I five. I think we're pretty separate here. <laughs> okay, so mine, my last one today is for the believers, for people that believe in God. So if that's not you, then you know what? You can pull down the shades, go get a cup of tea or whatever you want. But I'm gonna be talking about God and how God is for you and not against you. And that has taken me a long time to learn, and I just want to share with you and give you hope about that statement. You see, he wants you to understand, and this is what I've understood finally in the last couple of years, that you are his masterpiece, and he created you to do good. He's got great plans for you to do, and he wants you to accomplish them and the highest call for a child of god is to enjoy life and god at the same time not to be afraid of god i mean look i was raised to be afraid of god and i've always been afraid of god but now i just love god and i i know that he's my constant companion i was just talking to my mom who's 97 years young living independently in her fifth floor cottage in America apartment. And I was talking to mommy and look, I'll be honest with you. She's getting close to going to heaven, you know, and yeah, and, I, yeah, and she's okay with that, yeah, and she, but yeah. she's doing really good. She's very strong. And I'm like, mommy, do you realize that your best day is the day you die and go to heaven? She goes, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like excited about this and she goes, but I don't want to have any pain. And I go, I don't think God's going to let you experience pain because he loves you. And I go, mom, you know, God's for you. And she goes, I know. And he's my constant companion. So that just, you know, because her and I grew up in the same type of thinking, you know, we were afraid of God, but not anymore. We know that God's for us. And I just want to plant this seed in your heart that you have a purpose. You're You're not an accident. You were born with a purpose. And it's your job to seek Father God, to find what that purpose is. And your purpose changes throughout your life. You have seasons for this purpose. And like, for instance, for me, I had a season of becoming a doctor. I became a doctor. Then I had a season of becoming a wife that didn't, you know, beat my husband up with negative words and Emotional yelling and all that stuff. Now I feel like I'm a lot better wife. You're amazing. And thank you. Yeah. I didn't pay him to say that. And then the next season was becoming a mom. You know, I didn't. I mean, I had to learn how to become a mom. Yeah. That oh, season. Oh, you didn't get the
1: manual. No, I
0: didn't get the manual. Yeah. And now I'm learning how to be a mom of adult women.
1: Mm, yeah. You know, yeah, another season. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it is another season. And then now I'm becoming. Not only am I becoming a mom. Of adult women in this world. But I'm also becoming, I'm in a season where I'm becoming a doctor, changing the culture in medicine in this world about mental health. From my scary experience that happened with anxiety and depression. Look, you know, just briefly for those of you who don't know this, but when I was 53 years old, um, and we had just started Doctor on a Mission, I tried to take my life twice in 3 days and yes it was ugly yes it was messy and it was very very scary for both of us and also for our daughters and that was an ugly time but now i'm way over on the other side and you and i both are on the other side and and we're making that mess into the message to give people hope to deal with anxiety and depression well i just want to say that while i was going through that season Anxiety and depression, I didn't want to do it. But I knew and I learned that God was with me and for me and loved me, and He was gonna help make this a positive thing, not only for you and I, babe, but our kids and the world. Yeah. And now I've learned the next part of my purpose is helping the world overcome and be free of anxiety and depression. So If you don't know your purpose, I just want to let you know, if you don't know your purpose in life, you're going to feel useless and worthless and frustrated. And I encourage you to find out what your purpose is. You're not going to figure it out right away and realize you got a lot of purposes. You got a lot of different seasons to fulfill your purposes. And I encourage you to find what your purpose is for this season.
1: For the season. For the the season. season.
0: And start flowing in it. Because I'm telling you, when you are flowing in your season, knowing that you're doing your best and God's helping you with his love, I'm telling you, the sky's the limit. Yeah. So, So remember, God is for you, not against you. Excellent. That was number five. Yep. And that's a wrap for me. Okay. Now, so what's your number five?
1: My number five, kind of similar, but just a little different, is learn to love people. Learn to love people and stay humble and be non judgmental. In my early years, for many years, I was the type of person who was very satirical. And what I mean by that was I'd see somebody and go, oh, yeah, look at that person, you know, and kind of laugh, you know, ha ha, you know, and if somebody was having comments about other people, I'd join in, you know, the murmuring and complaining club, you know, where people are all, you know, talking about people and all this and that making jokes and, oh, I'm just joking. Oh, it's just funny. And it's prideful. It's putting others down. I'm trying to make yourself look better by putting others down. Judgmental. I was judgmental about things. When somebody did something, I'd be, oh, look at them, you know. When I had my own problems, my own issues. And so I'm going to keep this one short and sweet, but really – Something I would tell myself back mm. when I'm 30 and, and hopefully way younger than that. Very good. Is to learn to love people. You don't know where they're at in their life. You don't know what's going on. Even when people are mean to you, they cut you off in traffic, they give you the so-called finger or maybe you're at some store and they're being rah, and they're in your face and or they're not even nice, or the clerk at the store is just like, what do you want? Um, You don't know what has happened in their life. You have no idea. Learn to love people. Learn to be a light to people. Learn to be maybe the one that they haven't had a smile. They haven't had anything nice happen to them for a long time. Just smile. Smile. Just smile and, and learn to love people. Drop your pride, stay humble, and be non-judgmental. Those are the biggies that I had to learn to become a better Michael in this world.
0: And a beautiful Michael you are. Thank you. And becoming a better one every day.
1: Whew. Yeah. Well, we wow. some amazing 10 points there, 10 we points We had no then. idea what each other was going to talk about, and we didn't overlap. And
0: we didn't overlap. How crazy that? Is blows that blows
1: my mind. Righty, well, let's wrap it up. Let's head on out of here. This has been the MD and Chef Team Show. Hello, Chef Michael here. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you subscribe to the podcast and left us a review.